Hello, pod people. This is just a reminder that Big Bad Nonsense can be found on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Send us an email, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at bigbadnonsense. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Uh, are you refreshed? What time did you wake up? Uh, about 15 minutes ago. Oh, wonderful. That's great. So you're going to be on top game. Yeah, I am fucking useless on my days off. Hello, pod people, and welcome back to another episode of Big Bad Nonsense. My name is Sock. It's great to know that you're listening, and I am here with the man who has determined that there is never a bad time for a fart joke, Biscuit. Speaking of jokes, I have one for you today. Are, would you like to hear it? I don't have a choice. That's true, you don't, motherfucker. So, what do you call a factory that makes products that... They're not great, but they're good enough. Tesla? Ooh. (laughs) The correct answer is a satisfactory. (laughs) Okay, I like that one. I really do like that one. It was going to happen eventually. (laughs) Well, this can't be the first time I've liked one of your weirdo jokes. Uh, I think that's gotten the best response. It certainly beats the hell out of the last one. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that much. Yes, that's true. Uh, very bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Tesla kind of works as an answer too, though, doesn't it? Yeah, you did good, kid. <laughs> Actually, I should avoid mentioning that because the uh, the strange nerds on Twitter are always out in full force looking for anyone who who, who says anything bad about. Saint Elon, so... Yeah, fuck that knob. <laughs> I take my money and do the impopsicle and uh, fling car into outer space for no fucking reason. Alright, people, it's good to know that you're back and listening to us. We've got a great show lined up for you today, so sit back, open up your ears, peel out that earwax, pick up a beer, or if you don't drink that, then pick up a glass of water, And here we go. Elon Musk is weird looking. Biscuit. What? Make a sentence out of these words. Hippie, juicer, Silicon Valley, and startup. I want to put a hippie from Silicon Valley that did a startup into a juicer. That's a pretty good sentence that you've come up with. And I I think I know what we're going to talk about, and it's going to be really fun if I'm right. Okay, what, what is it you think we're going to talk about? Juice Row? Juice Row? <laughs> or Juicer Row, or whatever that, that one that, like, um, uh, God, what's the, what's the dumb blonde Trump's name? Ivanka Trump? Yeah, like, even she promoted it. She did. And, like... In a cratered, I you're laughing at how I pronounced it, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I've never actually heard it. I've only seen it on a screen. I uh, it, it's pronounced juicero. <laughs> Juicero. <laughs> Juicero. It. The, I, I like your way better because it it does. If you read it like as juice plus row, it is juicero. Like it does look like that. But the name of the product is juicero, but. 
to hell with what the actual name is. I think from now on we should call it Juice Row. <laughs> More like Juice No. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> uh, Biscuit, I know that you are a culinary master of some sorts. I, I can ball, yeah. Okay. Do do you have a juicer at home? I do not. Do you have a smoothie maker? Uh, no, I mean, I got, like, uh, a motion blender that can give me some aspect of that if I was really fiending for it, but not something specifically made for that. Mm-hmm. Do you ever drink, like, uh, fancy juices or smoother, smoothies? Every now and then, yes. I'll, I'll usually get them pre-made, but mm-hmm. every now and then. It's not, like, part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to like be a little bit healthier, so I do make like smoothies and things like that. But the whole juicing trend has me a little bit confused because to me it doesn't make any sense. A lot of it they're banking on kind of the concept of they can sell shit to people by going it's healthy because it's green, and people say okay that makes sense. Well, in that respect, it's not new because there's been people who have sold like juicing machines or juicers for a long time. Like what's that? Who's that American guy, that fitness expert who has been on television since like the black and white era and like he's like a million years old now, but he's still like super fit. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, That's Johnny Slapnuts, I believe. It, it, no. Jack LaLanne? Jack LaLand? Jack LaLanne. Jack LaLanne. Is that is that right? Now I gotta Google this. I probably should have researched this before. <laughs> before I. Because uh... we know I ain't gonna. <laughs> Jack LaLanne. Yeah, that's his name. Jack LaLanne, American fitness, exercise, and nutrition expert, according to the little Wikipedia blurb on Google here. He's like. That he uh... wrote himself. Yeah, probably. He he had like a, a juicing product or whatever that I remember seeing advertised in one of those, like, infomercials. They all have the same basic concept, like, you sort of feed fruit into the top, and, like, there's a thing that whips around and, like, purees the fruit and spits juice out one side. Like, those those products have been around for a while. Whereas, really what it comes down to here is you don't need to have all these fancy juicers and stuff. Just, if you're... What you're eating is handed to you through a window while you're in your car, then it's not fucking good for you. It's mm-hmm. just, it's as simple as cook your own shit. But um, they capitalize on this because people don't want to do that. This is a lot faster. It's surprising almost because, like, cooking can be really easy. Like, I've been doing a lot more vegan cooking myself, and I'm surprised at, like, how easy it can be to make some, like, really good stuff. It's also fun it's how i bond with my kid he loves being in the kitchen we make meals together i mean it's it's not as torturous as some people think it is well for sure and the one thing about these juicers like the like the jack lane juicer that i was mentioning is i'm amazed at how actually wasteful they are because I don't know if you've seen these juicers before where, like, you feed the fruit into a to- into the top and, like, you sort of press it down. Mm-hmm. You know the kind of juicer I'm talking about. You see them on infomercials yeah. all the time. Yes. I'm familiar with the concept, yes. Yeah, okay. So, but what it does is it sort of, like, rips away the pulp and everything from the fruit and just takes the liquid and sends it at the back. And basically all the pulp of the fruit and all the, the fiber and everything 
is just spit out into like a little container in the back. Oh yeah, it's throwing away half of what you put into it. Yeah, and to me that just it 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 doesn't make any sense. Well, it, it's a very American thing where we just you know the next generation can pay the bill and we'll just fucking waste whatever is inconvenient for us. But I I mean like you could take like uh, a whole fruit and stick it in like a blender or a smoothie maker, add a little bit of water, and you'd get the a similar effect. You'd get a tasty juice, like a fresh juice, but you'd have the entire fruit there. But the texture might displease my palate. What, like the pulpiness it, of it? it? It could be lumpy. <laughs> I don't, I don't want lumps. <laughs> Is that really what it is? A lot of people uh, really don't like pulp in their drinks. You see that as plainly when you go to the grocery store and you look at the orange juice. Okay, and- then that would be my my next assertion. Like if you're if you really don't like the the pulp and the fiber and all these little bits of fruit in your juice, why even bother with a juicer? Just go to the shop and buy it. Thank you. <laughs> you expected more there, didn't you? <laughs> well, I'm trying to wrap my head around the the culture of juice or like American food culture, I guess you could say, because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's you're you're taking a fruit and throwing away half of what makes it a fruit to get the juice. Why would you bother with a big, bulky, expensive machine to do that? Because the TV says if you do it yourself, it's not prepackaged in the store, so it's healthier and blah, 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 all this bullshit. American food culture is so fucked, dude. Like, I live in one of the better food towns in the country. There are so many great options here no matter what kind of food you're looking for that they're not changed you know there's one of them and it's here Mm -hmm. and you will drive by an olive garden on friday night and there is a line out across the sidewalk in like an hour and a half wait and you know who the head chef of olive garden is it's a fucking microwave but Mm -hmm. people still banging out there so just Anyway, that's not really relevant to juice, but I fucking hate the Olive Garden. Uh, I, I I don't understand how it exists. Like, if, if you've ever cooked your own pasta at least one time, you would know that they can't do it. Yeah. When you're here, you get diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> and the whole buy one, get one free for dinner at a sit-down place? Are you fucking kidding me? And and they do that. I could rip them for a very long time. They have a buy one, get one free? Yes, they run a promotion every now and then that, like, you sit down and order two things, and they give you one on a plate, and they give you one to-go box. How classy is that? Okay, all right, well, that makes a little bit more sense. I was sitting there thinking it was like people would sit down and eat two meals. Uh, not, not there. You're busy pooping out the first one as soon as you're done usually don't even make it back out the door I suppose that wouldn't be that bad if like you went with a partner or something like you just pay for yourself and they could eat for free <laughs> I mean that's not really a tactic I'd bust out on a first date no I, or any date you send a coupon <laughs> 
Okay, it's not a bad idea for promotion, but it's it's bad food, so why bother? Yeah, I I don't want to. I don't want one. I I mean, and the whole thing about like Italian cooking is how incredibly easy it is too. Yeah, it's it's a time commitment, but none of it's hard. You just gotta care, which if you've ever been there, they do not. <laughs> Uh, like, I, I was revolted by their pasta. Like, I, I cannot believe that what they serve on that plate is considered pasta. It, it shouldn't be. No, only to Americans. All right, anyway, we, we've gone off on a whole different tangent here, but I suppose it's relevant to our discussion the way Americans treat food. In this segment about juice, Biscuit talks about Olive Garden. <laughs> Okay, anyway, let's get back to Juice Row, or Juicero. No, no, Juice Row. We're going to call it Juice Row. Juice Row. Okay, so Juice Row was a company started by Doug Evans, who is one of these sort of weird uh, hippie-style guys. Really? It came from a hippie. Imagine that. I don't even really, like, have anything against hippies or anything like that. It's just, uh, like, I, I don't know how else to describe this guy. A hippie, yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta come work at the co-op, man. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, some of these hippie ideas are good, but when then you sit there and say, oh yeah, the entire modern life is giving us parasites and we need to drink turpentine, I'm like, yeah, your hippie culture's gone a little bit too far, bro. Uh, the, the practicality of the ideas that come out of that camp is... Usually pretty suspect. Yes. Uh, there, there needs to be a filter in some ways. Doug Evans apparently did not have one uh, because he came up with what I would say is possibly the stupidest idea for a home appliance that I have ever heard of. And the length of time that it stayed on the market and that stayed in the common zeitgeist is, is baffling to me. Somebody should have said much earlier... This is a stupid idea. Yeah, but once people got wind of it on social media, did they ever? I mean, the beating that thing took was just legendary. Okay, well, we should probably get into describing this device before our listeners are like, what the hell are these idiots talking about? So the juice row, first of all, is a juicer. We can describe it as that. A wildly overpriced one, yes. It is a cold-pressed juicer, which... Doesn't mean much, really, if you think about it. <laughs> uh, I think the whole point is that it's it's different from mass-manufactured juice in the sense that it's hot-pressed and they heat up the fruit, maybe? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how juice is made. But they made a big deal about the fact that this was a cold-press juicer. Finally, an escape from my regular juicer that I just threw bags of boiling pineapples into. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, it's one of these meaningless marketing buzzwords again, because like other juicers, like it's a spinning blade that rips fruit apart and spits juice out one side. There's no heat involved. Like, you, you don't set oranges on fire and then throw them at a blade or something. It's like when restaurants have guacamole on the menu, but they write it as smashed avocado to sound fancy. You're not fucking fooling me! You're making that up. There's no way a restaurant does that. Oh, absolutely. I've seen it multiple times. Really? Like putting guacamole as smashed avocado? Smashed avocado, yes. Um, I believe one that... I'm far too lazy to look it up at this point, but at some 
Trump event at, I believe, one of his um, towers or whatever the fuck. Um, they were having like a fundraiser and it was smashed avocado on that menu as well. But I've seen it other places, yes. Okay, Trump Tower is understandable. I mean, they serve gross taco bowls or whatever the hell they are. Yes, which we we busted out the taco bowl to prove that we weren't racist that one time, if you recall. It's like, <laughs> I love Mexicans. Look at me eating a taco bowl. <laughs> okay, we're way off track here again. Biscuit, yeah, have you have ahead. you seen the, the juice row, like pictures of the juice row? How would you describe its size? Um, bulbous and hideous. It's big. It's really, really yes. big. Like, listeners, as always, I'm going to put links to different articles in the description. All of them have pictures of the juice row, or juicero, and it, it, it is gargantuan. Like, if, if I was thinking about putting that in my kitchen, I would just be like, to hell with that. I'm going to get a blender or a, uh, a smoothie maker instead. Because it, it is just, it's it's large. It's huge. Yeah, it's like taking over your kitchen. It's like, it's a way of life. It, it would take up the space, the space of like maybe three blenders. Yeah, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. There, there's really nothing else to say about it. Than it's just downright inconvenient. So aside from the fact that it's big and bulbous, uh, it was also really expensive. The original price was $700. And you can still get one today for that on eBay. Really? If you're, if you're absolutely out of your fucking mind, yeah. One thing, now aside from the price and the ridiculous largeness that this home appliance was, one thing that I thought was particularly stupid, and I hate seeing this everywhere, is that it was connected to the internet. Yeah, we really, we gotta stop with the smart everything shit. Um, the internet of things. Yeah, the internet of things. There's a Twitter account, I want to say it's called the internet of shit. I can't remember exactly. Off, of, I'm almost positive that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they share... They basically just post, like, examples of Internet of Things not working, like light bulbs not turning on because they have to download the new firmware and the Internet connection's not working. Like, is that really necessary? No. 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 Neither is having the Internet for juice. (laughs) This is what was I thought was particularly stupid because the... Juicero, the juice row, connects to the internet and it scans. What, how it would work is that you would get these bags through a subscription service from the company. They would send you these bags. You sort of hang them inside the machine. You close a door and then the machine sort of squishes the bag and whatever fruits and vegetables they had in there would sort of come out of a spout and go into your cup. That's the best way that I can describe this expensive thing. Now, each and of the... if you listen, you're angry. <laughs> that that would be an, if if you are angry right now, hearing the description of that product, you are having a normal reaction. Yeah, and that, there's the real kicker there. You're overpaying for something that's gonna be an eyesore, and you can't even put what you fucking want into it. You gotta buy these little packets that are like fucking ten thousand dollars each to get a cup of juice you can't like go shove a grapefruit in it because the internet won't scan your fucking grapefruit (laughs) 
So if, if listeners, if you're confused, that's basically what it is. So these bags that you would buy, they would have like a little QR code on it. And when you put them into the juice row, it would scan it. And then it would say, okay, this is a juice row product. I will squish it now. So if you were... It actually says that out loud. The machine talks to you. It's, this is a juice row product. I can squish it I now. I will squish now. <laughs> now, the more observant of you will have already deduced why they've probably done that. I mean, we've all heard of these Keurig machines and these Dolce Gusto machines, those little capsule coffee makers. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's a little more variety there. You can get, quote-unquote, off-brand packs into those exactly right so that's the thing the companies sell you this machine they want to profit off you continually buying the cap capsules of course it's just a little plastic cup so a lot of other companies said well we can make it for half the price sell them these little coffee capsules to put in their machines so juice row to get around this they said okay we'll make it so that the machine scans your juice bag and if it's not our product, it ain't getting squished. <laughs> It'll, this is not our product. It ain't getting squished. <laughs> now, one downside... Downloading of... child pornography. You have 30 <laughs> minutes to make a purchase. Or the authorities will be notified. <laughs> okay, I don't think the machines went that far. Okay. <laughs> but... All of this, of course, has the unfortunate consequence that if for any reason your internet goes down, which is not an uncommon occurrence. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy, you can't have your OJ before school. The internet's down. <laughs> See, this is where we're going with the internet of things. It's like you mentioned with those light bulbs, like they have to download the new software before they can work. I mean... If it ever gets to the point where, like, the barrier between me and breakfast is Wi-Fi, like, I'm just going to yeah. give up on society and become a hermit. Yeah, and once it gets to that point, we've clearly crossed a line that we were not supposed to cross. Yes. And, and some of this, like, smart home shit is cool. I like some of it, like, um, my parents, they have an apartment that, you know, they can fucking yell at the blinds on their windows and they'll go up and down or open or close or whatever and stuff like that like that's neat i guess but if it's temporarily not working or something you can still work around it whereas juice bro here he's like no internet bro no juice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's fucking ridiculous yeah, I, I mean, people complain about it all the time with these new modern gaming consoles. Like, oh, my internet's down and now I can't play Xbox games because it won't verify my games. Yeah, there's a lot of ones that are, they're single player games, but they have this quote unquote always online element to it. And they're like, you're not connected, so you can't play by yourself. And it, it just, it sounds stupid coming out of my mouth at as well just about everything sounds stupid coming out of my mouth but you get my point <laughs> well I, I i mean you know on that topic it's like if your internet goes down and you're bored and you need something to do playing a console game seems like a good way to kill some time but no <laughs> yeah there's that and 
not that I would ever go off in an unrelated tangent. That's just not my style. But um, oh, never. another example of the internet playing far too large a role for us here. I mean, I say as I'm talking to somebody across the globe on Skype, but I digress. Me and a group of people went down to Costa Rica for a week uh, a couple of years ago, had this awesome-ass place right on the beach, rented out, you know, just absolute fucking paradise. We get there, and, like, five of them immediately, they, like, pull out their phones, and they're like, what's the Wi-Fi password for here? Like, you're on the beach in Costa Rica. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I'll stop. I'm good. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the juice row. So, we've established some things already. $700 to buy this machine. It is huge. takes up a large amount of space in your kitchen. You need to have the Wi-Fi on in order to use it. So, if your internet goes down, you ain't having breakfast. And also, you can only use their juice packs. Which I... I'm trying to find some of them online and I can't even find them anymore. I, I wonder why that is, but I think they were, they were like 12 bucks or something like that. The prices range from five to $8. Oh, that was close. Now, maybe that doesn't sound so bad, but it's only producing one glass of juice and not a particularly yeah. big glass. Yeah. If I'm going to pay that much for a glass of something, and, you know, somebody's going to fucking do it for me. I'm going to have some ambiance of going out and being rude to a cashier and whatever. Like, if the point of doing things at home is it's supposed to be economic. This ain't. This break in audio is brought to you by Sock Having Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> Get it in stores today. Hello, pod people. Pardon the interruption. This is just to remind you all that we're available on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you'd like to help out the show, please share it with a friend. Do go on one of those services and give us a thumbs up, give us some star ratings, or just like us. And now, back to the show. Uh, well, I mean, what, what are po- are there juice chains, like juice shops in America that would like serve something like this? Yeah. Yes, there are. There's um, one chain just off the top of my head. It's uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe, I think. There's like a handful of those around here. There are places that will absolutely do that for you. And how much would you pay for, you know, say a medium-sized drink somewhere like that? <laughs> like 4 or $5. <laughs> 4 or $5. So you're, you're approaching the lower threshold of one of these bags that you would put in the juice row. Yep, or... That's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. To have someone make it for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So this th- th- this to me seems crazy. Like a- any anyone who's listened up to this point should be angry that the juice row even existed because $700 is an astronomical price. But on top of that, it looks like they're going for the whole printer cartridge model, right? Where they sell you the machine and then they keep making money off you buying the cartridges that go in it. Yeah, and usually with that concept, they at least make the upfront device somewhat affordable before they start fucking you over. But not here. They hit you on both ends. Well, that's where the weirdness really comes into play because a lot of people have taken apart these juice row machines and looked at the guts that go into it. 
and some people estimate that they actually were selling them at the loss. Ow, my guts! <laughs> they actually, uh, it's been estimated that these machines could probably cost as much as a thousand dollars, parts and to labor. Produce? Yeah. How the f was it? What? Here's the thing. They are ridiculously over-engineered and over-designed. I was going to say, were they, like, fucking filled with caviar? <laughs> I think this is what happens when you have someone who designs a product and they give engineers free reign to make something happen and to make something flashy instead of giving them constraints on what the manufacturing process uh, should be limited to by budget and things like that. Yeah, absolutely, because any profession that it's your job to create something, mm -hmm. if you have somebody saying, hey, I'm hiring you, do whatever you want, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to fuck around with all the pretty shit that you never got to touch before, you just only heard about. If it's on their dime, mm -hmm. then you're going to just go nuts. Yeah, exactly. So without putting any of those restraints on it, this thing was horribly, horribly over-engineered. But Ivanka Trump on May 31st, 2016 says, Daily cold-pressed juice we can make at home? Yes, please. And then she adds the Juice Row Twitter account, which no longer exists. <laughs> Like, of course Ivanka Trump tweeted about this. Of course she did. The only people that would ultimately have any stay and interest are the people that money does not matter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So with that whole model, the printer cartridge model, where they sell you the machine at a loss, they, they even kind of mess that up. Their whole, their whole money-making scheme was to make money off you joining a subscription service where you would get these packages from them directly. So they had their own factory where they would like rip up some fruit, uh, throw it in a bag and in whatever combination and send it to you. You could order more or less, whatever your subscription wanted. And just to capitalize on the money aspect of that as well, it was delivered by horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> they were delivered quite normally as far as I know. But here's another thing, right? This machine... Again, like we mentioned before, it's connected to the internet and it's scanning a QR code on each package. And if the package went past its expiration date, it wouldn't let you squeeze it. <laughs> and those can be pretty conservative just to kind of cover the ass of the manufacturer. Yeah, pretty much, right? Like the, like the expiration or use-by dates are what they go with now for most things, I guess, but like... The use-by on your milks a day or two before you really got to get rid of it, that sort of thing. So uh, I would that, argue it's even longer, right? In a lot of places in the world, like, it's actually a best-before date, like, where they're guaranteeing, like, before this date, we know it's going to be fresh. After that, we can't guarantee anything. Yeah, or it's a sell-by date where it's, this should be out of the store by now, mm -hmm. but... Uh, so anyway, I'm sure that that's going to go well when you try to scan your juice on the internet and it says no. Yeah, like this package that you spent $5 on and the machine is just telling you, no, I'm not going to let you drink this. 
It's for your safety. Would you like to order more? <laughs> this is one of the arguments that they put forward, right? Is that it's for safety. So that people uh -huh. couldn't put in like products that could damage the machine or cause them harm in any way. Damage the well, if the juice goes bad, does well, it, like, infect the machine? No, no, no. Isn't like buying, like, a third-party bag of juice. No, uh, oh, blow me. <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I open my fridge and take out uh, a box of juice that's been there one day too long, my fridge doesn't revolt against me and stop me from drinking it. No, it doesn't, like call the cops on you like fucking juice bro does like whoa brother that's expired your body's a temple like the last thing i need is an appliance being a nanny to me yeah and there's there's also a lot of people as you know data mining is already completely out of control um they don't want to be scanning their habits into one more database that isn't necessary. Mm -hmm. And that's part of this, too, is you're telling them what you like. You're telling them when you like it. You're telling them how much. So on and so forth. It's just it makes people uncomfortable. I fucking hate these guys. <laughs> well, uh, Doug Evans, who originally ran the company, he was eventually sort of like... Uh removed by the board of directors as CEO. Kind of like Papa John when he couldn't stop using the N-word? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think Doug Evans was removed from like his prolific use of racial slurs. <laughs> it seems more that like he had no idea how to run a business properly, and I guess he was sort of all over the place, so eventually the board said, look, we're putting in a new CEO. Where did his money come from? Do we know? Yes, we do. So apparently, and, and this is where it's like, I'm sure most of our listeners are sitting here right now saying, like, this product sounds, like, idiotic. But Silicon Valley venture capital was ah, all over go. this thing. All yeah. over it. Google Ventures. Google threw tons of money at them. Some of the other investors, uh, Kleiner, Perkins, Caulfield, and Byers, they're not famous for anything that I know of, but they're on a list of investors. Even the Campbell Soup Company threw money at them at some point. <laughs> uh Together at last. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm well, gonna juice me some chicken noodle. <laughs> well, I think Campbell's soup, like they, they own more than just soup production. But yeah, like yeah. they, they, yeah, they, they have threw like their hat at Packaging that they could probably some kind of third party thing or I, I, I don't know. Don't listen to me. After Doug Evans was ousted as CEO, uh, the former president of Coca Cola, Jeff Dunn, was put in his position. Uh, celebrated great guy. I don't know anything about him, but clearly he's someone who's got experience with the beverage industry, so somebody who could be a bit more business savvy, I guess you could say. And uh, he reduced the price of the juicer to $400. Oh, boy, that's getting attractive. Mm -hmm. And uh, <gasps> the promise... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone's had a bit Missed too much. The mute button. Okay, someone's had a bit too much juice over there. Mm -hmm. He also made the promise that they were going to introduce a version two of the juice row, uh, which would come down to around two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars. Finally, the yeah. answer to the question that nobody asked. So now we're getting into the range of a much more reasonable appliance price like $250 that that would be you know that's an expensive blender uh right there yeah that, that's 
not completely insane at least i've i've had kitchen appliances in that range yeah well i mean like i think the most expensive thing in my kitchen is a fridge which i paid maybe 500 euros or 600 euros for so and that's far more useful than a juice row uh but you know like if you get like a good mixer or uh yeah or something yeah, like that. It was, it was a KitchenAid that I was referencing. Those are, um, once you get all the attachments you want and all that stuff, you'll be in the two to three range. Yeah. But they're badass. They are. They are. I mean, even my smoothie maker, I think I paid like 80 euros for it, but it is like a powerhouse. Like you could buy one for 20, but, you know, they're wimpy little things that just sort of like rub the fruit a little bit and say, here you go, right? <laughs> Here's your massage mango <laughs> anyway so his goal was to bring the price down into a more reasonable area so that they could just go with the whole subscription model so most of your money goes into buying the juice packets from them not into the machine itself which because $700 there's a lot of things you could buy with $700 and a juicer would not be one of my first choices no i, I th- this this is made for people who have more money than intelligence clearly yeah i i've mentioned ivanka several times yeah uh, like any anyone who is big on juice and big on being healthy if you're not a millionaire you could find a way to press like you, you could stand with a bunch of lemons over one of those lemon squeezers and make your own lemonade uh it would take a little bit longer but you'd do it right there's there's no way you'd fork over 700 dollars for this i i would not like even if you put together all the fruits and vegetables that they put in each package i'm willing to bet there'd probably be like maximum a dollar worth of product in the package i mean you you could oh it's it's not even gonna be that for one serving of it it's not even that just no way. Well, just like these other juicers I was talking about before, like these Jack LaLanne juicers where like they spit out all the pulp. In the bag, they're putting pieces of fresh fruit and vegetables, and then when this press squishes it, like and you they cut open the bag to show what's left and it's still full of like fruit pulp and vegetable pulp. Like my reaction is just eat those vegetables or just juice them all together and get the full benefit, all the vitamins and fiber and minerals or whatever. But they're just pressing it out. Yep. Whatever's convenient. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I. Hey, Africa, watch this as I throw out a bunch of perfectly good produce. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you wanted to have juice every morning of the week, like the minimum price you're looking at is like 35 bucks a week. I mean, that's. You. I think you can get internet subscriptions for more than that, or less than that. Yeah, or you can get the. 100% juice bottle of grapefruit juice I bought yesterday for like $3.50 but if you want to be fancy and have no counter space you could you could spend the 35 yeah okay anyway one thing we've talked about is describing how this machine is a little bit over engineered and one thing that they bragged about was the amount of force that the press could put into it so like I explained before you put the bag in you close the door and then the the machine sort of squishes it. And they bragged that it produced so much pressure that it was enough to lift a Tesla, I think was the, the quotation that they used. Or two Teslas that, or something like that. That does not make any sense. I, I guess they're talking about the amount of force that the machine is putting on the bag is enough to like lift a car, is basically what they were saying. <laughs> 
he scanned it into the juice bro and it just closes up and it goes <laughs> just hulks out on the bag <laughs> yes so that goes back to the whole over engineered or over designed thing we were talking about now some intelligent people journalists decided you know is that really necessary so bloomberg news published a story where they just took the bag and squeezed it <laughs> and lo and behold juice comes out no it's <laughs> so <laughs> no we need something that can lift cars to squeeze this orange <laughs> All, all they did, and you, you can see this video, like there'll be a link in the description to the Bloomberg, Bloomberg article where they have the video of the journalist and she just takes it in her hands, squeezes it a bit till it pops the seal and just squeezes it a bit more and eventually she's got her cup of juice. You come home from work early one day and the juice bro's like doing squats. It's like, leg day, brother! I like how it started off in this episode as like a dorky computer and like I've turned it into the like Hulk. a total dude, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this press was completely unnecessary. Now, granted, they compared uh, Bloomberg compared putting the the same package in the juice row and squeezing it by hand, and like there was a tiny amount more liquid. Like it got like that whatever minute ounce more than just squeezing it by hand did but then you have to ask what's the point of this expensive machine <laughs> those extra three drops of juice were brought to you by these 22 inch pythons okay i'm declaring it right now you should rethink your stance on becoming a deathmatch wrestler and you should you, you should just become the juicer that's that's your your stage name <laughs> I got a finisher that's just like a headlock called the squeeze. <laughs> or the smush. Who's ready for breakfast, fuckers? <laughs> Think about it. Uh, I, I will consider it. Okay. Just for you. Once it got to that point where people figured out that you could just squeeze the bags... That that was basically the end. Like people are sitting there thinking, like, why are we investing money into this? Like, if if you can just squeeze the bags by hand and still get juice, like, what's the point? So even if you like the product that shipped, like the packages, you could just order those and just hold them over a glass and squeeze them. Well, no, you couldn't because they wouldn't let you subscribe to the product unless you had the machine. You need like a proof of purchase. Yes. That's fucking insane and dumb. Yeah, like you couldn't subscribe to, like, it was a su subscription service for these bags of fruit pulp, and you had to own a juice row in order to subscribe. That's not smart, though. Like, hey, I want to buy one of your products. Do you have the other product? No. Well, then you can't have this one. <laughs> I mean, you, no. You're not I, capitalism in, in, in right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no guns, no juice, brother. <laughs> okay, it was at this point that, like, Juicero was finished. I mean, the internet just took the ridiculousness and ran with it. 
well, they had been for a while already, but yeah, one once you've demonstrated that the main product of the whole scheme is completely useless, that is a problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I'll completely. kick your ass. <laughs> Stop talking shit about me. One interesting thing that I saw was they actually filed a uh, copyright or a patent infringement claim in court against a competing device called the, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but the Juicer, spelled J-U-I-S-I-R, Juicer, Juice, I guess it's supposed to be pronounced like Juicer, but for copying its design. Yes, this is my product, the Juicer. Uh, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> but it almost seems like a strange thing to patent. I mean, it's just, it's a squishing machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, that... Here's uh, the thing. A very long list of strange decisions. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The the Juicier, uh, actually, I think they changed their name to Julavi because I guess the they they Juice, Juice Row claimed that the, the name was too similar. So they've changed their name to Julavi. It still exists as a product. This is probably what the Juicero or Juice Row should have been, because what this was is it had like a refillable bag, and you could chop up your own fruit put it in this bag, and then it would press it for you. So, like, a juicer that you get to make your own decisions. Yeah. And wow. it's reusable, so no more of this, like, wasted bags. That costs $52, and you have to scan to the fucking cloud. Exactly, right? Like, this one, as far as I know, didn't have, like, the Internet of Things aspect to it, so. Which is refreshing these days, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. And and they're still kicking, huh? I wonder what the difference is. Uh, well, the difference would be that you don't have to subscribe to get bags of fruit pulp, and it's reusable, and you don't you won't get locked out of breakfast based on your internet connection. And it doesn't wear a tank top and shades and yell at you to work your glutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eventually, Juice Row was liquidated. They decided to look for a buyer to <laughs> it give... got juiced. they uh, decided to pack it in they offered to buy back the machines that customers had bought because once the subscription service is gone like there's nothing you can put in this machine anymore yeah it's I mean you can put a car in it and it'll lift it (laughs) so anyway they kind of folded and I thought this was pretty funny Doug Evans the founder now although he wasn't the CEO anymore he was still a member of the board he found out that the company had closed down while he was at Burning Man. That seems so fitting. I don't even want to disrupt it. <laughs> Doug Evans is still around, and uh, do you want to take a guess of what he's doing now? Pitching more dumb ideas and trying to get venture capitalist money. Yeah, right now he's on the uh, this raw water kick. Oh, God. God, I hate this guy. (laughs) It's like anti-vaxxers. It's like, you know, why don't we take everything we've learned and just throw it out the fucking window? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The I mean, spring water's great and all, but, like, this is probably the greatest victory of capitalism, is taking something that falls from the sky and reselling it to everybody. Yeah, 
it's you know the people that first came up with bottled water they thought they were putting one over us on us and now look at these fuckers they're like yeah we're doing it plus it's dangerous <laughs> and they're still fucking buying it <laughs> in fact they're paying more for it than your shit <laughs> biscuit what have we learned from this I think Juice Bro is going to become a permanent character on this show. I think we've learned that. <laughs> I would like to see the return of Juice Bro. It might be a nice, refreshing change from Boat. He, he's, I mean, he's out of work right now. You know, they're packing him up. He's like, oh, I, I did a little gay porn, like, back in college. <laughs> you know anybody? Basically, what we've learned from this, I think, is that whatever wacky idea you have, if you just tell people it's healthier or better, they'll just buy it. Yep. If you bounce something around on, like, all the Kickstarters and venture capitalist options, um, somebody's going to bite on it, and people won't realize until it's too late how fucking dumb it was because they see the dollar signs right off the top of and these things are going to continue oh absolutely this as much of a gong show as a stupid ass thing was there's going to be something 10 times as dumb before we're in 2020 easily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we just don't know what it is yet so let's leave it at that then biscuit I'm sure we have nothing to plug. Um, just my new machine that lets you, get this, take fruits and vegetables in your home and turn them into juice. And all you have to do is scan your dick on it. <laughs> I, I already don't like this product. I'm calling it... Juice ho. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I didn't have anything lined up. This is falling flat on its face. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. All right, pod people, thank you for listening. Just to remind you, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com is our email address, at bigbadnonsense on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Have a great day. See you later, fuckers!